Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. This can't make you feel good, Ru. Living like this, lying to the people you love, being mean to the people you love, this can't make you feel good about yourself. I don't care. Let's get back into the car and let me take you to the hospital. I can't get clean. I can't do that shit forever. You don't have to. Just take it one day at a time. Hey, Cass. Yeah? How long have you been f***ing Nate Jacobs? <laughs> what, 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 what are you talking about? Somebody told me it was pointless for me to come back into your arms. Said you f***ed another man, finally. I knew this day would come. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Hi, hi friends. How are y'all? Y'all okay? Y'all need a minute? I feel like all of us need a, a, a love circle right now. Who God? We need a saging after this episode. Ain't man. a dry eye in the house, child. Ten minutes in, I'm weeping. You know, last episode six, we kind of talked about, we brought up a specific thing. Like, is this show being dark for the sake of being dark? It is not. It's not. And we also did call out last episode needed to be what it was because it's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the portal of hell has completely opened up. Last episode was fluffy and light and just kind of useless. Yeah. Yeah. We, we needed that. We 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 in the, we in hell now, buddy. Introduce and, us before we get started. And, and, and the key to hell was morphine. But yeah. Oh, father. Gra- Grams of Snow podcast. Uh, your favorite drug dealer crime criminal mafia gang related fucking you know addict i don't know man just everything drug criminal related we are the podcast that covers it uh and we break down these tv shows these movies into grams because uh because it's fun it is fun but the shit the shit like this episode this is a heavy brick, and, and you got to take it piece by piece. This, this is heartbreaking. This was this was heavy. Uh, it's your host, man. You know, you know who I am, dog. What's popular? Big, big. I don't even want to do it. Please don't. <laughs> I was about to say some wild. Good shit. God, Zion. Please don't. Big band, big a little dog. Fucking young Treasy, aka Joseph Snorton Levette. <laughs> <laughs> just go to hell yeah man that's me young treasy i feel like you just came up with that too because you looked at me like Ooh, I don't know no i came up with it but i forgot for a second so uh-huh. it was like a dr- i did a dramatic pause mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's how it's gonna come off on the pod dramatic mm-hmm. pause mm-hmm. yeah and uh my host my co-host excuse me my co-host b mike wow. i forgot we gotta bring that we gotta bring that back oh, the b mike i don't know from the b mike here you might you the a mike i might be the a mike oh here. okay Alpha Mike, huh? Got it. I might be here. I'll let you have it. 
Yeah. You know. When we get back to the other stuff, you're definitely like an A-Mike, but oh, this is, here this, I might be. You might be. The, okay. Maybe. All right. Medicine, science, kind of my jam. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You you know what perk 30s are. I don't. So <laughs> my, co- my co-host six, a.k.a. Spliffany Amber Thiessen. Wasn't she a drug addict in real life? I feel you know like she I had a scandal. Know. I feel like she had a drug scandal. I, I feel like she's one of the. She's one of the actresses that didn't actually. I feel like I feel like she was pretty clean throughout her whole. It was the eighties. Her whole so. career. Yeah, I know, man. Only, only a few people came out unscathed. Decent. Yeah, and uh, Candace, Candace, Candace Bur Bur that meant that you know Candace Cameron. Candace Cameron Burr, yeah, Bure. She the one, she married the hockey player, the the, the goalie. I thought she married uh, the other, uh, the little boy whose last name was Cameron. No, that's her brother. Oh, whew, that's yeah, weird. yeah. He's he's a little bit older. Oh, well, you know, she's a Trump supporter, like a staunch, horrible Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's out of my wheelhouse. But I think she made it out uh, unscathed without without scandal as well. I feel like T- Tiffany Amber Thiessen did. Nope, she did not. Oh. Well, there it is. What, what was not. her shit? What uh, did she get caught up in? Sex and drug scandals with people all over Europe, apparently. All over Europe, huh? Uh, style. Okay. Yeah. So she was Rue before Rue. Twas. She was pre-Rue. I don't know if it was that bad, but it just says that she got caught up in drugs. Got it. And and that's not funny. I shouldn't make joke about that. Um. So, all right. This episode's heavy, man. I, you know, the, the it did enough. I cried. Sure, I understand. I cried. Like, it was... Yeah. That first 10 minutes mm-hmm. was. It was. It was. Zendaya acted her fucking ass off, first of all. It was. It was hard to watch. So that's where I was going to go with this. Have. Have. Is Zendaya the best actor we've ever seen in the history of of acting? I think that we really like this episode. I don't know if it's time for that conversation. Listen, I know that's a very inflammatory <laughs> statement to make. Right. That's mm-hmm. a very inflammatory. Okay. So like, you know, I, in 2008, I remember when I still had hair six, oh, right. Wow. And I used to go to barbershops. Right? What? I used to go to barbershops. That is crazy. Shout out to my wow. man, Spruce, man. That's my barber crazy. Spruce, man. Newport News. I haven't seen him in about 15 For what? Years. Like <laughs> I'm a bald head motherfucker. But um, I remember... One of the last times, actually, that I went in to see Spruce, I remember going into the barbershop and telling niggas, Drake may be one of the best rappers that ever lived. And I remember the barbershop shut me down because he didn't have an album, right? Like, yo, how can you say that? He don't have an album. All you heard was, you know, a few tracks. And I was, this might have been 2009, not 2008. Let me not, let me not try to act like I was on that way. But 2009 for sure, because I moved to New York in 2010. So, um... I for sure remember having that conversation because I just it just felt like a shift was happening. Right. Like there were certain things about Drake as an artist that they're pretty obvious now. But there were certain things about him that like it was just like a cosmic shift in the artistry of you're being very dramatic about Drake. no no I'm 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 getting somewhere with this I mean we know where I'm getting with this was it's the same shit with Zendaya bro it's the same shit with Zendaya and I understand how like it may be too early to say it 
but I when is too early to to call someone's greatness? Like, no, no, I'm not saying she's not great. I'm saying of all time, you're putting her above everybody else. I'm not willing to do that. She's amazing. She's amazing, but no, she's not the best actress I've ever seen. And off the cuff, no, I can't have the conversation with you. But I'm right. not willing to do that right now. I, no, I she's get amazing. It. I, I am not taking from it. any of her. I I was sitting on the couch mm-hmm. crying, and I had to go. Rue's not. I had to say aloud. Rue isn't real. Right. Because I found myself like. Like I was <laughs> crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm like, Rue isn't real. Rue isn't real. Rue isn't real. Stop. Yeah. Like this was, and again, I have ex- experience with, I'm not an addict. I've never been an addict, thank God. But I have experienced someone close to me as an addict. Yeah. I've seen things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, may, well, maybe it was this bad. I was young. I was younger than Gia when I experienced what's going what's on happened? here. Right. Um, but I remember doors being broken. I remember fights that weren't necessary. Right. I remember specifically being with my mom driving around looking for someone mm-hmm. because they had disappeared. Mm. Going into places we probably shouldn't be because that's where they were. Yeah. And we needed to go get them. Mm. Like I remember stuff like that. So like this was like it was very authentic mm-hmm. for for my experience anyway. Mm-hmm. And I had to remind myself that Rue was not real. So I'm not taking anything yeah. from Zendaya's talent. Like that Give her her things. Just yeah, mail yeah. the Emmy to her house now. Yeah. There's no need to have best actress in a, in a in the show. That's what I'm saying. Is Zendaya's as of as of right now the class that she's in? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm more than willing to say she is the greatest of her current class. Yeah, I th- absolutely. I don't even think that's controversial. I think yeah. I think she is, and that's why I didn't even bring that up because that's a, that was established this episode. Yeah, she is the greatest actress of her generation. Yeah, but I'm almost willing to put her up against anybody that we call the greats in every generation that I know of. Right? Okay. You know, um, and, and you know, obviously, you know. I'm shooting from half court. Shout out to my man, Chris. He says, you know, sometimes I know you shoot from half court. He right. I'm shooting from half court, but but that is. And it could be objective. It, she might be your favorite. And that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to run down. Like, I'm really just trying to think like. I will want to put effort into that conversation. I don't mind having, even if we have a one-off where we, let's have a versus of actors and actresses. Interesting. I'd be willing to do that a little series on that and these types of movies. Interesting. Um, but I'm just not willing to, I'm not saying you're wrong. I get it. Yeah. I get it. This is off the cuff. So I, yeah. I'm, I don't, it, I'm really not trying to have the conversation oh, okay. with you. I'm really just posing the question oh. because I, because I'm really racking my brain. I'm trying to think of like the great actors and actresses were like when I was this age, right. Or mm-hmm. when I was younger, like who were the big wigs? And I know like river Phoenix was a big one before he died. He was like that dude, right. Joaquin Phoenix's yeah. brother. Their story um, is tragic. It is. It the story is. is tragic. But he was slated to. He was slated as like one of the greatest actors ever. I, even Macaulay Culkin. You know, there was a lot of talk about Macaulay Culkin Another as a child actor. <laughs> as a child actor, um, uh, you know, Shia LaBeouf came around. You know what's crazy? This almost makes me afraid for Zendaya. Yo. As you're rattling off these names, and not even that. Even if it's not that, like we were saying off mic, mm-hmm. Zendaya seems to do really, really well in very wounded and yeah. deep characters. Yeah. I hope that she's okay. You know what's crazy? That, like, that that to me helps the conversation because and you can never know who's okay and who's yeah. not. I don't want to make that assumption. Yeah. But when you hear her talk, she is so far removed from these people. She loves Rue. Like her little not her little but the post she I'm glad she posted that on Instagram. Yeah. 
because she was like, guys, before you see this, yeah. remember that Rue is a person who needs love too. Like she really cares about this character. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Uh, but that goes to me, that goes into her greatness because you're right. Like a lot of the people that were considered great and it, and it almost seems like the conversation happens more. Let me not even put gender to it. I was going to say it happens more with men where it's like a lot of tragic stories, but because we, we have such, no, let me not do that. I don't think I, gender aside, cause it, yeah. th- that doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, man, the fact that she is she's able to portray this depth of a person at this age in her life and this not be her in real life or no part of it seems to be her in real life. That shit is the the way that like we revere Michael Jordan for basketball. We need to start looking at Zendaya as that like she is Michael Jordan of acting you're silent i'm just letting you love on zendaya you saying a lot of <sighs> because man i'm just like this is a really good episode but oh. this is a really good episode and i get it yeah but all right so i need to come i need to i need to stop that yeah all right bet let's stop yeah. that let's get into the real don't get me wrong she's very i'm not taking from it but you like i'm i'm, I'm slicing it. it right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. slice guy <laughs> i but, got it but just like the way the episode opened okay was a lot. That shit was scary. When she started banging her, when she started like banging her head against the door to open it. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was like, oh, this is, she's a whore. She's like a slasher. Well, it's like, it's two different things. Well, yeah, but she's coming down Mm -hmm. and she, they took that whole suitcase. Yeah. So which one do you feel like was more? The suitcase. The the suitcase was more? Mm -hmm. Mm, Okay. For, yeah. Well, for both reasons, that right. was how she was getting high. So maybe they're maybe they're not separate. Oh, right. Okay, my bad. The, okay, so let me finish the, the maybe whole they're question. Not separate. You think I was, the, she was more scared of Lori at the time, which, or of going? Right. Which, I don't know. Right. That's what I couldn't figure that out. I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I think it's. I think they're she, equal threats. They're equal threats, and the suitcase is the the thing. All yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, Poor Gia. Man. How guilty must she feel? Because now she thinks that this started back up as weed and that she knew. She like, she can't wear that, though, man. She can't wear it. You that. can't I, tell somebody who loves somebody not to wear it, though. I, I get it. I get it. I'm it's not, not hers to. to wear, but yeah. even that. Gia's not real. Uh, yeah. Look, <laughs> look right. how attached. I, like, I'm, yeah, and I'm saying that for the benefit of maybe somebody who's in this position, man. That You absolutely that, can't that, wear it. You can't wear no. that, man. Like that, that's not them, not your clothes right there. No. Um, yeah, that's, you know, but I get it, man. Like when you care that deeply about somebody and, and you feel like maybe you could have done something different or man, people are going people, man. And everybody got their own shit. And again, addiction is a disease, mm-hmm. right? Like what even we saw of Rue, that wasn't Rue. That's not Rue talking. That's not Rue acting. That's not who Rue is. That's that's her disease mm-hmm. acting out that way, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the disease trying to save itself. Nothing to do with the person. Yeah. Um, which leads me to say that no one on the show is a good person. No one. I I, I can't ride with you there, but no one but on the show. Is what a good what makes you say that though? Just watching how everyone reacted to trauma, right? You learn a lot about a person by the way they react when shit go left. Okay. Right. Her mother's first thing was to belittle berate and dismember her daughter 
And unfortunately, as the parent, you have to be the parent at all times. I I don't think that's fair, Six. I don't I don't it doesn't have to be fair, you're a parent. And you lose some rights as a parent. I'm sorry. No, I don't think I don't think that's I don't well I I tell you, I don't think it's fair to to say that she's not a good person because of that. I don't think it's fair to say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a little I think that's a little judgmental. I am being you know? I'm I'm judging everyone on the show. Oh, okay. We have a podcast. What we're doing? What do you mean? <laughs> okay, okay. We're here to pass judgment. Okay, but but, <laughs> but yeah, but the, but these people represent real people in real life, right? Yeah, and so, I'm 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 being honest. You're you are not okay. being a good person if you're looking at someone, especially your child, mm-hmm. who you know experience addic- experience addiction because you had options. Mm-hmm. Had she put Rue out, I would not be mad at her. Mm-hmm. If you can't handle it, you can't handle it. Right. That's that is fair. You do not have to be able to handle this. Mm. And if someone is, I, I struggle to say, if someone is struggling with addiction and unwilling to get the help, mm-hmm. you can't want it more than them. So yeah, absolutely, that is one thing. Yeah. But I feel like her mother knows what addiction is and what it isn't. And I feel like her emotions are a lot of times getting the best of her when she needs to just let go. And the way you talked about Meech and the mama about that ego of wanting to hold on mm-hmm. and be in control. And also you love your kid. I'm not taking that from it. You love your kid. You don't want her outside. Like you want her to be safe, but if you can't handle it, you can't handle it. But to watch your child spiraling and losing it and to look her in her eyes and go, you're not a fucking good person. Mm. That's insane to me. Mm. That's insane to me. That's where your mind went. Okay. Not you need help. Not you're making really bad decisions, not you're scaring us, not you're not, you're not a good person. Well, knowing it's not just addiction with your kid. Rue's only mental issue was not addiction. Yeah. Well, what was her other mental issue? I feel like she has bipolar OCD and something else. Has that been diagnosed here? In the show. Yeah. And season one, she was, we meet Rue as she's a little girl Mm -hmm. being diagnosed with these things. Okay. This is what led her to wanting to silence voices, mm. not real voices, but mm-hmm. she wanted to calm down. She started taking her dad's meds because she wanted to calm down. She couldn't like she was on Xanax at first and she couldn't she couldn't rest. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the anxiety attacks are real. They're not. They were before the drugs, not after mm. her having b- bad panic and anxiety attacks, mm-hmm. which is why when she told Gia, I'm having I'm taking the weed for anxiety. Why Gia was like, oh, well, you know, right. Her anxiety is a real thing for real. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You got to know your limits. And if you don't, that's fine. Yeah. But you don't get to push someone else's limits because you can't handle your own. And you're talking about you're her talking mother. About her, okay, you're talking about her mom here. Because again, yeah. had she put her out, yeah. you know what? I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think she made the best choice of, you know, vocabulary or, you know, the words that she chose to use with Rue in that, in that case. But I, I, I give her grace because it's not like this is her fifth child who's an addict and she understands this in its entirety. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is. Uh, and again, it, I don't have kids. So when y'all slay me, that's you're right. She ain't got kids. You understand? <laughs> you're right. I don't have kids. I don't understand. But yeah. I know as a parent, I would never do that. And I say that confidently. Okay. If that happened, God forbid that happens to me. Right. But if it does, I would never do that. I, I, and, I, and I think that that's just like a, that's a, that's a point to maybe your emotional intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I think love and emotional intelligence are not the same. They, yeah. They're two yeah. separate line items. So, um, you know, somebody can, 
you know, I, I, she absolutely loves Rue. Mm-hmm. You know, she said a lot of things that were very affirming. You know, she made some real decisions, you know, to to go after her, to try to find her. Yeah. She asserted her. She loves her. Yeah. You know, she just, in that in that particular moment, man, she lost her shit. And Everybody I th- who loves you ain't a good person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bad people that, that are capable too. of love. That bad too. people are strong. Well, um, I, but I... I don't. Okay, but so your but your your argument is everybody's a bad person here. Okay. Everybody. Well, how do you feel about Gia? You think Gia's a bad person too? Gia don't. Gia's not a person yet. Gia's like thirteen years old. Her brain ain't done developing. <laughs> okay, all right. So you mean all the, all the everybody well, over sixteen is a bad person? Because uh, right, if that's if right. I go by the, that logic with your brain not being done, the only three people on the show. I was about then. to say like yeah. all these motherfuckers. <laughs> They, they, you know. I don't count Gia. One, we don't see her enough for me to make that kind of judgment. I only ever see Gia when Rue is trying to ruin her life. Right. So I can't judge her based off the fact that the only time I see you yeah. is when you're weeping because yeah. your sister is about to die again. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. You're kind of in emotional distress every time I look at you. Yeah, man. I See, man, yeah. Because we got to put Storm Storm Reed in that category, too, with, with, with actresses. Uh, I don't know. She she's hold not, off on that. She no. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not putting her up there with Zendaya, but she, just, she does dramatic really well. She, That's all we know. She hold, but she's holding her own against everybody's holding her own against a giant here. Oh, this, everybody in the show is an amazing. Man, they are holding their own. Amazing man. talent. I you know even Fezco. This didn't turn me around. Like I still think he's not really a good actor, but he held his own though. Jesus he's God. he he held his own. I I told you Fez is my favorite character in the show. So Jesus God. this ain't Fezco slander. So don't come after me. Dude, I just Rue is not a good person. I I agree. So her mom was right. <laughs> yeah, but and this, I admit that this may be because I'm not a parent. Okay. Um, and it may be related, it may be triggering to me, right? But I feel like, unfortunately, when you become a parent, mm-hmm. there are some things that you will have to always be the bigger person about mm-hmm. and you will have to always find a place of understanding and you are going to lose out on some emotional freedom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but as it relates to your children, right? You, you lose out on the opportunity to just react and it be okay mm-hmm. and come back to it later because you're shaping another human yeah right I, so yeah. your drug addict daughter is going something very very bad right mm-hmm. like she's she's hitting rock bottom mm-hmm. and your response emotionally was you're a bad person mm-hmm. you don't get to do that you're you're because you're a mom and i admit that maybe because i don't have kids so i don't know what it's like even to have a two-year-old throw a tantrum on me and me not like want to be like oh my god like you know like i don't know yeah. so i get it but the me that i am right now and the understanding i have of it is you don't get to do that yeah I, I mean, I get what you're what you're saying in theory is absolutely correct. I mean, I, but I think it extends beyond kids. I, I think you kind of lose. I, OK, kids makes it more of a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, you don't you have to take responsibility for the way in which you do things to hurt your child. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that responsibility also begins when you you're just in a relationship. Just Mm -hmm. a a regular, even a friendship with somebody like you don't have the license. You should not have the license to talk to anybody crazy. You know, absolutely. Uh, If if somebody that you call yourself loving gets and I and listen, I'm the most guilty of this. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I 
you know, sometimes I lose my shit when I'm talking to people that I love, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, because you just can't, you can't wrap your head around why they don't, why they're not hearing you, you know, like, like, I, so I look at the case here with like Rue and her mom, right? Rue's mom gave her, she, when she came at her, she came at her very calm, very, very, in a very linear, linear fashion, mm -hmm. right? Like, I know you're taking drugs. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Yeah. I know you take, I mean, it's not all good, but. But let's go to the let's, hospital. Let's, right, let's fix it. Let's, let's talk about yeah. it. See, Rue did so much lying, right? It's like she had, she left her mother, she boxed her mom in. It's like, like she dragged her mother into the fucking ring. So that's where I understand where it's like, yo, I'm, I'm talking to somebody that wants to go down this road. And that's the only way that they're going to respond to anything. You know, so I so I I don't agree. I, I I get what you're saying. In theory, what you're saying is absolutely correct. As the human being in me, though, I just totally see how that goes left. You know what I mean? And yeah, if it goes left, you got to wear it just like, you know, I you know, I'm married. You know what I mean? I've, I've been in we've been in serious arguments, you know, and where I've played my part in those arguments. Mm -hmm. So and I have to wear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Even though. You know, there's two people in it, two adults in it. I got to wear my responsibility in that situation. So what you're saying is not wrong. It's just it's complicated. I, and I agree. Right. But again, we, it's a podcast. We're here to judge. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the childless person and the person who's dealt with addiction and the person who's had interesting relationships with a parent. Mm -hmm. You kind of. Yeah. Part of me is really glad that I don't have kids yet. Okay. Because the amount of patience that I have now. And the emotional intelligence that I have now, uh -huh. I think I'll be a much better parent than when I wanted to be a parent young. Okay. Having a kid in my 30s will be the best thing I'll ever do for my kid. Okay. For that, for those kinds of reasons, right? Because Rue behaved like a drug addict. Uh -huh. That's what she did. Uh -huh. Even if there, even if Rue did not lie about how and where she got drugs from, uh -huh. she would have behaved like that. Because uh -huh. she's a drug addict. Uh -huh. That's just what it is. But to be fair, like you said, this isn't like her fifth kid with a drug addiction. She's going through it with Rue as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Rue's also a shitty person, right? I'm not taking from that. Yeah. Rue is shitty. Uh, and I feel like Rue might've been a little shitty even without drugs, if we're being honest. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I wish At we could have met smart that Rue. <laughs> I, I, I wish we could, we could have met that Rue. Maybe. She, you know? I don't, but, yeah. uh, and, and, but what I will say with her and Jules, Rue was right. Whether it came from a, place of panic or a place of honesty and wanting to share. Uh -huh. Rue was not wrong about Jules. Oh, in what way? Um, she said a lot to Jules. About Jules not really caring about her. Okay. About Jules just wanting attention. About everything Jules does being about Jules. Mm -hmm. um, about how Jules left her at her lowest. Mm -hmm. And they're also young and I don't know if Jules left her. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's complicated. But it's man. but that's what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that is indeed what happened. Yeah. Um but in Jules defense, I guess, you have the right to leave an addict. Well, if it's too much, you walk away. Yeah. I mean, you have you you're not responsible for anybody else's emotional well-being. No. As a person. You're so not. so I think I think what Rue was doing was actually manipulative to Jules. I think it could have been both, but she wasn't even if it was manipulative. Yeah. She wasn't wrong about this the stuff outside of when you left me. I think those were emotions. Right. And she felt that and that's whether or not Jules 
had country to do it without judgment mm-hmm. doesn't mean that's not what she felt, right? right but right, right. I'm talking about the whole Jules doesn't love her. She likes how it feels to be loved. That mm-hmm. is absolutely true. About because mm-hmm. about Jules fucking around just for, looking for that feeling. Yeah. That's absolutely true. About everything needing to be about Jules. That's absolutely true. Rue was a project, and that's why Jules came back. Jules did mm-hmm. all this in this high and mighty high horse she's on. 12 hours after cheating on Rue. On Ru. Mm. And she didn't come to her mom on some good faith. She came to her mom because she was pissed. I don't know. Could be both. I'm going out on a limb there. Yeah. I, I'm not, but to me, I don't like Jules. Let's just, <laughs> even before this episode. Okay, you don't like Jules. Nah, Got everybody, I've, I've, people are like, you're not supposed to lie. I get it. Right. I've seen the light. Jules, little fast ass. <laughs> How you cheat on her, but you on some emotional high horse. Because she does drugs? That's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, what you're saying is real. I mean, what you're saying is real. It's, I, you know. I, Elliot, little snitching ass. Yeah, but he felt, he felt really bad. Okay, so now I've switched my position. I don't think it was Dirty Mackin when he did it. I think now, like, like, and especially with seeing how the way Rue blew up and was like, he's an addict too, so if he's telling you anything else, he's lying. It's like, see? You know, I got ahead of this shit. You know, I was very honest up front. And because of that, I, I feel like Elliot is vindicated in in, in, in this. I, I think he feels really, really bad. And and I shout out to my man, BJ. I was having uh call my man, BJ. And um, he said he felt like that was it was such a deep line. And he said, you know, like I should have said anything. It wasn't my place. Yeah. Well, n- not just that, but like I liked Rue the way she was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I didn't know. Yeah. So even even in that line, what that line tells me is that he said something against his better judgment um in aid of someone. Right? Like like he was okay with Rue the way she was, right? Like so he it's not that he wanted to change anything about Rue for real. Um but he he did what he did for himself in terms of like, yo, like, I don't want to walk around lying to people. He, You know what? You know what's probably happened with Elliot now that I'm thinking about it? Maybe Elliot was Rue at one point. I'll buy that. Maybe Elliot was Rue at one point and maybe he's he's worked himself. I mean, I don't know how an addict. I don't know how an addict goes from extreme to like now I can use drugs recreationally. I don't know if that's even a thing. But I feel like, or he's had experience with the Rue, or he's had they because mm, we don't know where his parents are, and that lady's not his mom. You're probably that's probably what it is right there. Yeah. He's had experience with the Rue because he genuinely felt horrible, felt bad. I, I don't. I I'm, I struggle to say he didn't know how bad it was because mm-hmm. he saw how much she was using, but I don't know that he knew this. Well, he never, so when he saw it, he was right. like, what did I do? I didn't mean for this to happen. I just wanted her to... to let's say that your theory is right. I right. still think he dirty macked. Okay. But let's say that your theory is right and it was, this is my friend mm-hmm. and it's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I don't think, one, he thought that Jules would go to her mother. <laughs> right. Um, well, the fact that he went with him, though, that says a lot. That that he went with Jules, that says a lot. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Cut you off. I, I feel like Jules probably made him. If okay. I'm being honest. Okay. Because again, things have to be about Jules. Mm. Um, and I don't think that he saw this coming. 
her her visceral reaction. Yeah. Like she reacted. I hate saying people did things like animals. I'm trying to get out of that habit. Right. Um, but she reacted very, very strongly. Mm-hmm. Like it would if you didn't know, it would seem crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you do know, it's like, oh, this is what happens when Rue get caught. Right. But he wasn't ready for that. You could eat like he just walked out and was like, I shouldn't have done this. Not, I felt bad for him. Yeah. I felt really bad for him. Yeah. I still think he's a bad person, but Okay. Okay. No, yeah. I don't think he's a bad person. I just think he is Well no, you said everybody on the show over sixteen a bad They're person. They're all shit. Um <laughs> I, I think that I think a lot of what the show is showing us as well is young people are going through a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. They're mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of heavy things um, that they can't escape mm-hmm. because of just by way of life and how it's different. Yeah. And I don't know. That, I, maybe I just wasn't in circles. I went through this in high school. But I, this is not a familiar story to me at this age to I be agree. this involved in it. Yeah, I agree. Um, And not just stuff like this, but they're going through so much. They don't have the emotional intelligence to deal with it. None of them. They don't, yeah, right? They're not, they're not equipped. Yeah. So even me calling them bad people, th- their brain's gonna change twenty seven more times, right. right? These characters, people are not real people. <laughs> These right, characters' right, brains right. are gonna change. But so I, I said that to say that I think that Elliot responded very selfishly mm-hmm. to his feelings for Jules, mm-hmm. and in a way that he thought was a good thing, but he could not. His brain couldn't get through it. Like he couldn't go down all the steps of what could happen. Mm-hmm. And if he could, he didn't care. And I don't think that he didn't care. Right. I think that he thought, oh, this is good. Okay. I like Jules and I don't want to be a liar. So I'm going to tell Jules that Rue is using and that'll make it easier for her to tell, for me to tell her that I'm using because I'm not doing it as bad as Jules, as Rue is. Right. So then it's like, I'm not that bad. I know she doesn't like drugs, but I'm not doing it as bad as Rue is. And there's that. And then she'll just break up with Rue. And then, you know, it'll be a thing. And it's off my chest. I don't feel as bad. Rue will get mad at me and won't talk to me anymore. And that way, I don't have to deal with that either. Because I think for him, it was, I think like we said earlier, he's not, he didn't want to continue being a part of this. Mm-hmm. He did not, li- he while he liked Rue, he also knew what was happening, what she was doing to herself. Yeah. Maybe not to this extent, but again, he knew that. Well, I think he had two examples of how extreme she was from, from, the party well true the party oh and that line in the bathroom that he blew he was like yo i don't want to keep using not with you right well so i i had an old moment i'll go back to that in a second but uh, yeah the first one in the party but no the second one to me was in the car when he 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 saw that she was drinking on benzos yeah he was like no that's the second you know third time's a charm man I, i i feel like more of elliot's motivation is I don't want to be responsible for this girl dying and not giving the information Absolutely. to people to get help for her. But uh, I, I agree. Yeah. But I just think his 16-year-old brain didn't walk through this. Yeah, yeah. But what, what It's not you, his fault. It's not. Right, right, right. It's not his fault. But uh, So you're saying like he didn't see it coming or he, didn't, or he should it have approached ex- it different. He should approach it differently. Okay. If anything, this is something that we all should have talked about together, right? Including Rue and me as a 32 year old me mm-hmm. is having this conversation with Rue, her sponsor, and her mother up, up, up there. Mm. Uh, why do I stutter like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have that conversation there. Right. I'd reach out and be like, hey, 
I want to talk with you, Rue, and her sponsor. And her mom's going to know something's up, but I need you to make sure all these people are there and we have this conversation so she feels safe. Mm. So she doesn't do this. Can you make sure Gia's somewhere else? Right. You know what I mean? But that's my 32-year-old brain right. who says that. A 16-year-old thinks that he's doing the right thing. He thinks he's absolving himself from an issue. And maybe it's not his responsibility, right? And maybe even at 32, yeah. it's not my responsibility. I mean, it's not. But if I'm saying I care about you, yeah. and if I'm honest about I want to help you, mm-hmm. I'm telling your mom this because I want to help you, yeah. then I should make it helpful. Um, but again, these are children who have, they don't know their ass from their armpit. So. Yeah, and I and I, I just don't think there's no clean way there isn't. to sever an arm. You know? There isn't. There's just no clean way there to do isn't. it. It's going to be pain, and it's going to be bloody i feel so bad i I think it's i'm I'm showing some bias towards you because i feel bad for her like addiction is is a horrid thing yeah you definitely feel more bad for her than i feel you know what i'm saying i mean it's a horrid thing but you know i you know um i feel like you know everybody has space to make choices right you know um addiction can take that space though it it can It, it it can it can but for me it we have to talk about the conversation of how you got addicted in the first place, because if it was a conscious choice to get addicted, then I, the, then my what's a conscious choice to get addicted? Right, that's that's bad vocabulary. But like, if somebody did not give you drugs and lace it to to you know to fuck up your situation, you ever been high? Yeah, I've been high. Yeah, a thirteen year old took a pill that got her high. A very sad 13-year-old took a pill that made her not sad. Yeah. Her brain is like smooth at no, this point. That's real. That's real. I mean, what a, By yeah. the time she was 14, she was an addict. She had a smooth brain. Right. Like, well, she barely got any wrinkles on that bitch. <laughs> so, so I, I mean, you know, and this is, you know, you... I mean, you kind of said some things to kind of show that your your sympathy lay more with Rue than it does with the mom in this particular situation or with the people around him. Like, and like, that to be fair, that may be because I was not super invested in season one, so I don't know much about Rue's mother. And, and I mean, I don't think there's not really much to learn. I guess mm-hmm. my my perspective is a little bit different. I have more sympathy for the people that get inherently hurt by this and have to make hard decisions than I do for the person that's yeah. actually doing the hurting. I want to see him get better. Yeah. But if I have to choose a side of where 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 I'm going to invest my emotional because I'm not emotionally equipped to handle somebody like this. Mm-hmm. Period point blank. I'm yeah. just not. You know and what I'm a, saying? That's okay. Yeah. That is so okay. And I I I want us to live in a world that doesn't punish people for saying that. You're allowed to yeah. not to not allow people in your life like this. And that's go. completely fine. No one should judge you. It doesn't make you not love them or care about them. Yeah. You're allowed to walk away. There you go. Like, so, and, and that's just where mine's is coming from. It's not, it's not that I don't care about Rue. I do care about Rue, but I do think, you know, you know, it is, there is an investment that has to be made for this person to get better. And mm-hmm. somebody like me is going to weigh how much I really even care. Yeah. You know, and that's going to go into the equation. And 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 if I'm, you know, because everybody's dealing with other shit in their life, you know, including myself, you know what I mean? So if the investment of what. You know, it's a, it's a shitty thing to say, man, but if the investment is not, you know, it's got to be a reason for me to be in the middle of this shit. Yeah. You know, you, we have to. That's be, not a shitty thing to say. <laughs> like if it ain't my child. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I don't know how much I'm dealing with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just where it's that's just where it is for me. And that could be fair. It's the way I think in general. I I, I am an emotional person in general. So mm-hmm. like when I see stuff like this, I'm I'm attached to people with wounds. I'm drawn to people with wounds. So it's just like yeah. 
she's just what it takes to become and stay an addict is a lot of pain. Yeah. Right. Be it physical pain Mm -hmm. or mental or emotional under there is a lot of pain. Right. And dealing with that pain is sometimes scarier than an overdose. Okay. Right. And knowing that. So, and again, I admit that I'm probably closer to this than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I factor that into it. So when you see that, so there's withdrawal on top of the emotional turmoil doesn't go away Mm -hmm. and you're not equipped to deal with it because every time you feel something, you get high instead. Mm. So I'm always very hesitant to punish them or have those kind of conversations in that state Mm -hmm. because there's a time and place for it. And this is unfair, I know, but I don't know if that time and place is why they're not sober. Why they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I understand and and hear that that takes away other people, other people's rights to um, have emo- not have emotions, but to express their emotion and their feelings mm-hmm. and to deal with their things. I struggle with that part of it. I guess like I get you should be allowed to say what you're feeling and to say, hey, you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. How can we get through this? But you're talking to an addiction. You're not talking to a person anymore. Yeah. So I'm an advocate for walking away. Yeah. If it's too much, if it's too heavy, put it down. Like right. that's, that's okay. But I don't like the idea of hurting people because you're hurting too. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, no, that for sure. That's, that, that ain't the answer, you know, unfortunately. And there isn't a clean answer. There just isn't. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this shit is, this shit is messy. So, so I, I really feel like the show was stepping into, um, scared straight territory, you know, like. I don't know if Rue gets clean. I don't know if I want the show to have, if I'm being honest, this sounds crazy. I you don't, don't, you don't, I don't want, want Rue to, have Ru to survive this. No, no. Okay. So exactly. We're talking, we're saying the same thing. What I'm oh, saying okay. is I'm not talking about um, scared straight from Rue's perspective. Oh. I'm talking about scared straight from a viewer's perspective. Gotcha. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. gone into like public service announcement territory. Yeah. This shit gets ugly, you know, and don't say I didn't warn you. This is just the first of the ugly episodes too. Yeah, dog. This is I told y'all Rue and other in Dubai. It's finna get real nasty. Yeah, yeah. I, um, th- I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person that shares this sentiment, but I feel like, I feel like, um, now this season somewhere ends with the suicide somewhere. Mm-hmm. This, th- that's that's what my heart of hearts feels is that this not this, this season, maybe next season. I, I don't. Some I, I feel like because it may not be Rue, you know, might be Cassie Child. Exactly. The, the, this this season ends in a suicide. Unfortunately, I think. And I hate to say that, and I hope it's not a triggering thing for any listeners. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, th- that's where I see this going. It's, this is one of those. Th- you know what this episode was? This episode was, um, this was the disclaimer before, like, you know, like a like oh, something wild comes on TV, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I listen to true crime pod podcasts, right? And like the, the few of them that I listen to. They have disclaimers at the beginning, basically saying like, "Yo, the shit that we're talking about is real grisly." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if, if basically, if you're faint, if you're, you know, if you can't handle hearing about these, you want to turn it off now. Yeah, this episode was that for me. It's finna go left. Yeah, this episode is like, yo, I'm telling you, like, this ain't. We telling you, it's finna go. Cause rude, <laughs> and how rude is running around ruining everybody's life? Yo, she ruined 
she ruined a quinceanera for from a family she ain't never right. met. Yo, she she yo. broke it. Oh, I guess she didn't break, but she robbed people. Like that's a new low. Fam, the, like, the inventory on how many cr- paths she pissed on in this episode like, is wild. She came in and dropped a bomb on with Cassie the Cassie shit. Fucked up that whole house and left and left at the climax. But of also, it, it kind of needed to be said. Yeah, but we—I mean, we thought it was gonna come from Lexi. No. It, it needed to be said, but not in that moment. You know what I mean? When? I mean, shit. Well, no good time for that. There's no good time to hear your best <laughs> Look, friend is fucking your man. Yeah. There is no good time for that. And honestly, it probably over lasagna, maybe. Over, all right, now everybody wearing it, right? Like, not everybody got got pasta on the face. But I'll, I don't know if coming from Rue was better. I think it might have been better than coming from Lexi. Well, because one thing okay. about a drug addict, you see how Maddie didn't care. She said, "Oh, she's a drug addict. Why are you believing her?" Because drug addicts don't lie. Oh, right, right. <laughs> like, oh, that's what Cassie said. You're right, right, right. A drug right. addict gonna tell you because mm-hmm. <laughs> Rue said, "Oh, you got flowers and sunshine, huh?" I know, bitch. How long you been fucking her, man? Because who asked you? Rue said, who asked you to comment anything over here? That's fucking toxic, bro. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's kind of funny. And I ain't going to hold you. I don't don't know if I was supposed to laugh during that that, 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 that scene. But it was a lot of laughing for me going on. I think it was on purpose. Yeah. Because at at that point, I needed a breath. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was on purpose. It was very very good timing. You know what's funny? Because baby cat said, Cassie, this is like... (laughs) This is really bad. Like, yeah. what are you? And Cassie came in. Boy, she came in, first of all, looking purged, looking like she, like, fine, I got it out of my system. Mm-hmm. She's like, you don't have to do it forever. Just take it one day at a time. Some great fucking advice. And Ruth said, <laughs> and look, she looked bitch. back at Maddie so proud of herself, right? Yeah, and Maddie's right. like, yeah, sure. Oh, no, that's good. Ruth was like, oh, yeah, one day at a time. Huh, one day? Bitch? So what we dealing with today? You know what we're dealing with today? <laughs> you fuck her man. How long? Are we going to deal with that tomorrow, too? Yeah. Like that was very ugly and rude to do that. Uh, um, yeah, real quick, I want to fast forward to something. Did you see the preview for episode six? No, but I heard that it just shows Maddie laying in bed plotting. No, nah, it doesn't just show uh, that, but I, it, it definitely alluding to Maddie's going to do something crazy. Remember, Nate told y'all she's going to act like she's going to kill me. She will actually she kill you. Actually, kill you. But there, there was something that the mother, that Cassie and Lexi's mom said. And the joint that like I tweeted something very similar to this last week. There was a part in the preview where Cassie's mom said, oh, she needs an exorcism. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just tweeted that Cassie needs an exorcism directed and written by by Lexi. Oh, my God. So anyway, I just wanted to, you know, just, you know, young Treasy the prophet. Oh I didn't God. I didn't have anything to do with writing the script. Just letting y'all know. Oh, but um, uh, yeah, man, that was a hell of a bomb. Um, she runs a Fesco house, burns yeah. that bridge. She burned every fucking bridge, bro. Like, Where does Rue go from here? Ali. She lightweight burned that bridge. He's the only one who will take her. But remember, there was a part where Ali, people were posting it, where he was like, "You're gonna need someone who knows that you're not a bad person, mm. right?" And only only another drug addict will know that, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he kind of alluded to everyone's gonna think you're horrible. And this is disease that has you fucked up. It's not you. Mm-hmm. And everyone's be calling you a bad person. You're going to be looking for someone to know that you're not. Right. Only well, person who's going to have her is Ali. Well, I mean, then Elliot fits that too. You know, Elliot fits that. Elliot's not equipped. 
Rue needs somebody equipped. Yeah, so, and no, Elliot's sure. not going to take her back because he, I think Elliot really did want to wash his hands. He's like, I can't be a part of it. He knows he's not good for her. Remember how we said that the first couple episodes? Yeah, like, yeah. he's going to know he's not good for her. Yeah. I think he knows that. And he does have the enough emotional intelligence to go, you can't be here. Yeah. Because Elliot likes drugs. He's functional. Yeah. He's not going to stop. Rue's going to have an expectation to continue. And she's going to tear some shit up. He's probably scared of that girl now. No, he. I think I think, I think. think he's capable of stopping. I think we kind of saw that. But even so, I think he's scared of that girl now. Uh, interesting. She's unpredictable. He just saw her break down her sister's door. Yeah. No, you can't come tear, tearing up my sister's house. That's like, wild. Yeah. Yeah, she tried Fesco, which broke my heart. That broke my heart. Broke my heart, Fredo. And a- even Ashtray looked back like, yeah. this ain't even. She just don't know. Ashtray will goddamn snub 38 her ass. I think Ashtray felt bad. I don't even, I expected him to be like pissed, but he didn't look angry. Yeah. He looked like, yo, is that real? Yeah, right, he, right. He looked like, what? What? I wonder if this, I wonder if this scares him straight. Because nah. I, because. He's seen addicts before. I don't. I don't know if he's seen this close. The little boy has murdered somebody. I don't think yeah, that an yeah. addict stealing his grandmother's drugs is gonna do it. No, nah, but but no, nah, I, I can see this. I can see this changing Fezco and Ashtray's outlook on what they do. Honestly, I mean, I don't think the story is going this way, but I can see that happen. Yes, he murdered somebody. He murdered somebody who was a threat. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't think Ashtray got like mad bodies underneath him. I think, they are also threat. They sell drugs. Right. No, but I think I think this this may have been a wake up moment. You know, I think this this. I think that's not genuine to the show. No, I think this happens in real life. Like I don't you think know, it's genuine to the show. Is what I'm saying in real show. life, oh, sure. Oh, 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 right. But that's not genuine to the show. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, but but I'll 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 stick with it because I don't think it's I don't think they're gonna go there. Yeah. But I think the show could go there. Um, I'd be so pissed if they did. I don't want any. I don't. I want this to be real. I don't want it to be. You want them to be drug dealers forever, right? No, I just don't want it to be the fairy tale. Everybody got better because of this. That's not what happens. Well, drug no. drug dealers see this all of the time. They continue to sell drugs. That is what happens, right? So when you think that you're meeting a drug dealer and your drug dealer is different, and your drug dealer won't let you get hooked on this because mm-hmm. you're friends, right? When you're buying oxy and pills from your friends or these people who say they're your friends and they're offering you these horrible drugs, they're not looking out for you. You are a pluck to them and they will take your money and you'll fall apart and they'll stop taking your money, but they don't care about you for real. I I think that there's, I I don't think that you're wrong. I don't think that you're wrong. I think that, okay, this is what I'll say. I think that there's, I think that they're showing us two specifically two different types of drug dealers because Lori is a drug dealer that knows exactly what the fuck is going on with Rue. And she and she she knows every side of it, right? She was I mean, she was spitting the science about what it does to the brain, right? And she she fed, you know, she is feeding that beast, right? Like she got it hooked on a whole another whole suitcase full of pills. And act like she don't got pills and she fed her onto a bigger drug. That was on purpose. Exactly. So I, I, I don't think this show She's is gonna above. She's going to pour her out. I, of course. That's definitely where this is going. That's what she had the conversation about. That's a good thing of being a woman. Yeah. Even when you don't have money. Exactly. You have something that people want. Yeah, something people want. She's definitely talking about selling that box. Um, But I think I think what this show, I think when you put that up against Fezco and Ashtray, 
I don't think that they know. You can't tell me they know the physiological responses of drugs and what it does to people. No, I don't think they've been this close to addiction. You understand what I'm saying? Like in this way, this is ugly, right? Like uh, I'm I'm not. And again, I'm not saying this is where the show is going. But what I'm saying is, is I think there's a category that, yes, people may sell you drugs and know that you're an addict. You know what I'm saying? But they don't really understand the horror that's behind it when you leave them. You know, I, I think that there's I think that morality is a gray scale. You know, Lori is completely fucking black. She doesn't give a fuck like she wants you to be in that place and indebted to her so she can ruin your fucking. She's a she's a baby shark. Doo, Lori doo, said out when she was injecting her full of drugs, she said, when I first met you, I knew you could be in my life for a long time. Man, that 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 makes her line. That was the scariest part of the show. No, that was that was frightening. That That makes her. And I love the way they're playing her character because she's just a very like flat, flaccid like She's personality her whole life. yeah and in the comedic time and i think this this woman who's playing is actually a, a comedic actress i think so too yeah so, so you know the comedic timing with the way that she's delivering things is hilarious it that statement that she made makes the line two episodes ago where she was like this is an amazing plan <laughs> it makes that line hilarious to it me it makes it insidious it, exactly it was a f- Baby shark, do 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 do. Like, not how that song goes. Have you seen the video of the toothless dude singing it? No. I, that's how this. That's how that version of the song don't, goes. Don't I have play to play. It. I have to play it for the mic. No, you I have to now. You don't have to. Actually. No, no. I have. Listen. There's no one here listening have, to. There's no. 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 We have listeners. There's no one who wants li- to hear Baby Shark. No. Listen. You don't have to do this. Baby shark, do 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 do. You never see that video? Why was that video ready on your phone? Because I, because shout out to my man BJ again. I just sent it to him like thirty minutes before we start recording. Because is that why you've been saying "baby shark" every for every fucking sentence I've been here? That's exactly why. But because I use it on the phone, I I tried out the material on my man BJ, and then I got on the podcast here and used the material. That's what real comics do. You're not a comic. I'm trying to be. I want to be so bad. Stop I wish it. I could be a stand-up comic. But I just feel like Lori is, you're right, that makes it make so much sense. We were like, yo, Lori's not stupid. Why would she give this little girl these drugs, right? Why did she think this was okay? But if it goes Lori's way, she's going to get a bigger investment. Oh, my God. She's going to get a much better return. Like A young girl? A, a young, pretty girl? What she gonna she gonna wear that mostly untouched? Ruth, no, Ruth's Ruth's never been penetrated. Duh, she gonna wear it out, dog. Like it's it's terrifying. That's the part that's scaring me now. Yeah, right. Like you are go- because what are you now gonna do for drugs? Yeah, everything we were like, yo, she never has to pay her. Like such the luckiest drug dealer ever. Right. I've watched you steal. I've watched you fight. Mm-hmm. I've watched you break in someone's house. I just watched you let someone inject you with morphine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Even the, it's just, yo know, the, that's how having the, her sitting in a warm tub while she did it, knowing that's going to make the high even more. Fam, it's the you know what it is, it's the fact that she, that she didn't, she waited for for I was about to say Zendaya, she waited for Rue to ask her. Mm-hmm. Do you know how fucking crazy that is? That was always her plan because she brought it in there she, with her. 
She knew it. You feel me? She knew it. She took the shit out and sat it. Said mm-hmm. she's gonna ask me for this, and I'm gonna be ready. But of for course it. she is, right? Because you, she's going through a draw. Of course she's gonna ask you for it. But that's a, yo. Th- but then for you to say, all I have is this, and you need a needle. When they say the devil, when they talk about the devil, and like how the devil is this charismatic, um, you know. The oh. devil will come to you dressed in everything you love. Oh my God, bro! Like they, they really personified the devil, and and then sat and just ever so sat the camera on that morphine bottle for like three minutes. Yeah, because you know what? This morphine finna be with us for the a entirety long ass time. of the bath. Man, like it was this shit. Lori is is terrifying. Yeah, Lori is terrifying. She is. She truly is. And I want jewels out of here. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know why that just came to me. but Wow. Do you want her out of here in what way? I want her to leave Rue alone. Yeah. I, you know how like even teenagers who aren't addicts, mm-hmm. you end up with that one friend who just ain't it. Right. Make you a real ugly version of yourself. Okay. That's, that's Jules. I think, again, Damn. even if Rue was sober... Them two little girls would not be good for one another. They just wouldn't. Mm. Or they wouldn't be friends at all. They're not friends. They are together. Yeah, they, they definitely would not be together. And I don't know if they'd be friends. I feel like a sober Rue don't. Well, I, I I feel like that's a represent. Okay, you're right. I I, th- I, th- I think what's happening here is like people are trauma bonding, right? Like, yes. yes. Like Jules has a, abandonment issues and, you know, identity issues. Mm-hmm. And things of that nature where Rue is obviously, you know, some, you know, she has drug issues. She has emotional issues. And she'll be around. Right. So, you know, that void keeps them connected. I, I feel like that's most high school relationships. That's that's the main reason that, like, the people that you were friends with in high school, you're not really so much friends with now. You know, there, you, no, there may be like one or two people you still yeah, are. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's always one person. Yeah. Who is like, oh, you act real crazy around this one person. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just don't. A I lot just, of people have that one person. Like, I just what is don't. What's wrong with you when y'all get together? I just don't know. I just don't. under. The weird part for me is I don't know. I don't see where Jules has been that for her. Like. like In I her could, addiction, Rue is too attached. Yeah. This attachment. Let but, me be fair. It, they they might be cool if Rue wasn't an addict and it wouldn't be a problem. I think that because Rue has an addiction, yes, this attachment is very bad because Rue did relapse because of Jules. Right. It wasn't Jules' fault. Right. It's not. It wasn't Jules' fault at not all. Not at all. But Rue feeling abandoned by her specifically. Right. Right. And now it's become a you don't love me. It's just it's a bunch of issues. They just they need to go separate ways. They need to go separate ways. Yeah. Well, see, I think the problem is Rue is just an addict. So she's going to be addicted to something, something, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, Jules just happened to be the person that allowed her to attach. Like, she was going down that same path with Elliot. We got to get rid of all her addictions. Yeah. But but that's but she oh, was Elliot, go, she was going da- she was right see Elliot knew what it was right no, I'm just saying I want Jules to do the same that's all yeah I'm just saying I need Jules to do the same I think Jules really loves it though I think and if you do you might need to like she said 
don't love being loved, love me. And if you do love her, you got to know it's time to let go. So, okay. See, but this, I want to say that's somewhat contrary to what you were just arguing, though. Is that like... I'm an advocate for walking away if it's too much. Okay. Okay. You did say that. You said if it's too if heavy, it's leave too, it alone. Right. But it, it, maybe it, maybe it's not too heavy for Jules, though. Maybe this is... Maybe... You know, there's some people that like... They... People are projects to them. Right? There's, That's a problem. No. I, I know. But we're talking about a good chunk of America. Sure. Where where people people get into situations... I'm probably part of that chunk. I just never dated a drug addict. So what the fuck do I know? I'd be liking niggas with broken wings, too. So... Okay, just so, not so sometimes sometimes people be projects for people, man, and and maybe maybe. But I think in addiction, that's so unfair, right? <sighs> if only because understanding, like you said, they're going to be addicted to something, mm -hmm. and a lot of times, it's just not good for them. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't walk away, but maybe you take a break. Mm -hmm. You need to be okay by yourself first. We can circle back to this when you're healthy. Yeah. Or when you're on a path to getting and staying healthy mm -hmm. and reintroduce it, right? Because maybe at this point, Jules reminds Rue of drugs. You know what I mean? She looks at her and sees when she relapsed. She looks at her and see when she used to use. Mm -hmm. Rue's if, and I don't think Rue gets clean, but if we're being, you know, optimistic, Rue's getting clean is going to need a detachment from that. Yeah. And I, I don't want it to be any messier than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, Jules is going through her own shit. Like mm -hmm. she has, she got her own shit with her. Yeah. Rue is not going to get any nicer to you. I, you. You know what? I think, I think she needs, um, okay. If Elliot has indeed gone through this with a parent, I think she needs that explained to her from Elliot's. I think she yeah. needs that explained to her from somebody that has frontline experience. She so needs like, to know what she's walking away from to be okay with it. Cause it might yes. just be, uh, it might be a movie to her and that's not what it is. Well, and, and it also could be that like, you just told me that you just told me that you, I walked away from you at your lowest point. So now I'm confused. Am I supposed to love on you or am I supposed to leave you? I'm, I'm confused with that as a 40 year old man. You understand what I'm saying? So I can only imagine as a 17, 18 year old kid to hear that. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like I need somebody who has been to war with this on the front lines to tell me how to deal with this. Yeah. You know, like what what is my place in this? Because she's telling me that part of this is my fault. But then she's also telling me that like it's partly my fault because I left you at a low place. Oh, how do what do I do, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know um and, but that to me again that's the manipulation of this from rue's perspective i agree be it's manipulative it's just true to me the manipulation was done with truth yeah because there's a way to share things there's it a is. way to have these conversations uh, to me most of these conversations to me these conversations are happening at the exact moment that she needs to be taking accountability right you i'll know. give you that she you can't say what she said and not say I lied to you about using yeah. and not say I was dishonest or I wasn't available or I wasn't there or I pushed you away. You're yeah. absolutely right. It's missing accountability. Yeah. And, and, and I get it. That's reality too. I mean, people that are not addicts in that way do that, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, they, 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 before they got down, sit their ass down. And it's funny. I think this episode is called something about sit still like a hummingbird or something yeah. before they sit their ass down. They got to, they want to scorch the room. 
you know, before they be like, all right, my bad. I shouldn't scorch the room. That's somebody without addiction because I can. I know. That's what I just, yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. Therapy is working on me yet, but I struggle with that. If I feel back in the corner, oh, uh, let's talk about everything you did first. Yeah. I'm my own mind, but would it uh, would it uh, if I'm going down, taking all you niggas down with me? What's what, up? What was that? Was that Tyler Perry movie? Why did I get married? Oh, I got the shot. I just wanted to see if you was going to admit it. Boom, boom. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people just want to scorch the. They just want to scorch the earth. They man, don't want cool. to. I think it's a. I'm scared. I'm in a corner. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I feel horrible. I feel like a shitty person. Mm-hmm. And I've made a situation where people are now needing to tell me I'm a shitty person. Mm-hmm. I can't be the only shitty person here because that feels even worse. Yeah. I know I'm shitty. But you're not saying you're shitty. You're shitty too. Like it's, it's just a justification of I feel embarrassed. I feel ashamed. I'm terrified. It's just a knee-jerk reaction. Well, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's a human thing. You know, it, it, it does that, you know. It doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it, does it make no. you a bad person is the, is the real question. Like, does it make you a bad person? If I'm being, and not even being funny, I think I don't believe in good or bad people. Okay. Um. But you said at the top of the episode, everybody was bad. Oh, yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm talking about real life right now. Okay. Like, you don't believe in real people. life. Got it. Um, you believe more in grayscale than black and white. Yeah. And I I think the attributes that we attribute to, attributes we attribute, look at your vocabulary, bitch. <laughs> the behaviors we attribute to people who we're calling bad people mm-hmm. are sometimes necessary. I'm not a person yeah. who thinks you should kill the bad part of you. You should get better control of it. Yeah. Right? Like the monster in you should not just be running a fucking muck. Yeah. They shouldn't be making decisions, but sometimes people need to know that you're not to be fucked with yeah. that, that monster has kept you safe you just got to learn how to deal with it. it like i don't believe in bad emotions either yeah. i don't believe in running from emotions i don't so yeah it's just people are people mm-hmm. and they may make bad decisions and they make they may do bad things but i don't believe that people are good or bad you're just a person and what situation calls for what and do you have good judgment about what the situation calls for yeah yeah, I think it's I think it's a moving target, good and bad, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all personal consumption. Because like good and bad, if we're saying that, you know, what's the, you know, where's the equator? You know, what are we judging that against? Good yeah. or bad against what? So I, I I believe more in chemistry, right? Like the chemistry of who you are when you're met with the chemistry of another, like the compound of another person. What formula does that make? And is that a toxic formula or is that a progressive formula? You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe more in that, right? Yeah. Like, because, because to me, somebody may be bad, right? Like, if, if you're a person that, like, every time it, you make me feel like I have to scorch the room, yeah, I we not good, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the only thing that's going to happen is the room is going to get bigger and the scorching going to get bigger. Yeah. You know, so that chemistry right there is not good for me. I don't I don't really like you. I don't like it's not that I don't like you. But I don't like who you don't I bring am out good with, things in me. There it is. Yeah. There I, I it agree is. with that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, are you good to? Are you good for me? It doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Yeah. Do you work here? Yeah. Yeah. And some people like to. Some people just don't subscribe to that. Some people think that like um, chemistry doesn't matter, right? So there's there's some people that believe that like, you know, when they say things like you got to break an egg to make an omelet, or you know, like. You know, I'm so glad I don't eat omelets. <laughs> yeah, so I gotta walk around breaking people. Cause that's crazy to me. And and, and <laughs> I, you know, or like you know, every situation. I'll say this, man. Like, um, 
I'm not a huge believer when people are like, you know, love is hard. You know, That's this is bullshit. It, the, the truth that I, where I do understand it is it's hard because if you, relationships are work, their love work, is not right? hard. Yeah. There a relationship takes work. You are joining two separate people right. to spend one life together. Right. That is a lot of work. Right. Including someone in your everyday life. Yeah. But love, the act of loving and being in love, yeah. should absolutely not be hard. It shouldn't be hard. No. Yeah. So, but there's some people that feel that that is, that is, that is the natural progression of what love is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it takes time to unlearn that. Yeah. We watch a bunch of TV. We watch movies. We, we are exposed to real life relationships that maybe weren't the healthiest. Mm-hmm. Um, that people called love mm-hmm. because we were kids. We, th- you know, we think every adult we see together is in love. Mm-hmm. So whatever their behaviors are, we ascribe to love. Yeah. Takes a lot of work to unlearn that. And then it doesn't help when we live in a society that tells you make it work all the time. Some shit yeah. don't work. Some things do not work. If you have taken the batteries out, you flipped them bitches yeah. over, you don't took batteries out the fridge, changed, like changed them. You put battery. You, you do the batteries in the fridge. I used to. Oh, okay, to I don't even ago. fuck with that trick. Like you don't roll the batteries in your hand. You don't take them out the other remote. Put them in this remote. Some shit do not Some work. Some shit just don't work. Yeah. And that is okay. And it's okay to walk away from it. Yeah. And the other thing society does, it tries to make you feel bad for, for it not working. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like you're somehow a failure. Yeah. That's that's the thing I don't like about society is the comparative element. It's like you know. Okay, yeah, you found love at 22 and have a fruitful family, but that's not... That was your path. That's your path, yeah. dog. Like, so what? You know After what I mean? After me and that, my selfish ass, I needed a couple more years. And, but, <laughs> like, but see, me personally, I advocate for that because you said something that was very poignant at the, at the middle of, you know, earlier in this conversation, which is, you know, the who you are emotionally now mm-hmm. and from a patient's perspective, man, it don't... Listen, man. I have a lot of friends that have that have had older parents, right? That like passed away a couple of years ago. You know, they, they pass away when they get in their late thirties, early forties, because mm-hmm. their parents are so much older. But the sort, the wisdom. Every single person that is in my life that has that has had like an elder parent, they are so fucking. The, their wisdom is different. The way they appreciate the world is different. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's like they were raised in a different type of soil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like their patience is different. You know, they were just raised in a different type of soil. So to me, I com- I commend you for that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, I, I, I'm somewhat of a workaholic. Right. Like like I, I do a lot of working. There there is something that I want to achieve out of my life that I've known that I wanted to achieve for it for decades mm-hmm. okay and i have not achieved that thing like i've i've slowed down a lot i've calmed down a lot since i've gotten married and had a child but that fire is still fucking burning mm-hmm. and i i make it clear to my I, I make time for my daughter i don't make as much time as i probably need to i make time but what i what i make sure that i do is that when i am in her presence it is peaceful yeah. you know what i'm saying like but but by all standards in terms of how much time I should be spending with her, I'm failing on that considerably, you know? So, so there's probably going to be an, an amount of therapy that she's going to have to endure for me being selfish to still want to chase my dreams. I want you to be allowed to gauge how you feel, but I want you to stop calling yourself a failure. 
or attributing any of your parenting style to be, to failure because that's not what's happening. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. Words mean things. I don't want us to use failure. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. But but you know, it's, it, the bottom line is that like um, there is there is no you know I I got a I got a homeboy man. I don't want to shout him out because we were having a funny conversation, um, and and he was just like, yo man, I didn't see it at the time, but being a uh, having a having a kid as a teenager was the best thing that ever happened to me. Like he was like, it's the answer. Cause he, you know, he got into his forties and his kids were grown. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So he was, he was sure. able to have his second childhood to some degree. So, it, you know, but it's also cause he missed out on a childhood. He, he had did. to redo it. Like he, for me, right. I've done all my wild and crazy shit and go. no one had to pay for it. Right. I make considerably more money than I did when I thought I wanted kids. There you go. Like we talk about pay. I'm just, I'm a much better human, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to be a much better partner to their father, mm -hmm. um, a much better mother to them. Like being a mom, I'm one of those people who being a mom is important to me, mm -hmm. um, who prioritizes motherhood and children, like understanding that's not everyone's path. But for me, it, it is it's very important. Um, I didn't deserve kids until maybe a year ago. Mm -hmm. Like I was not fit to be anyone's mother mm -hmm. until maybe a year ago. So looking at that, it's like, I'm really, really glad that it happened this way mm -hmm. because one, again, I don't know. It is my sincerest hope that I do not have to have a child who has an addiction problem. Mm -hmm. But if so, I'd like to believe that everything I'm saying, mm -hmm. I'll be able to provide because of the emotional intelligence and the patience mm -hmm. and things like that and, and the conversation I'll be able to have. And so, yeah. Yeah, man. No, it's, it's, it's uh... How do we get? Here? I, I, well, I, to, we tracked it, but I, I did we? track it. Yeah, no, no, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm really lost. I wasn't like. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, because I'm just talking about you know, just, just, you Elliot know. and Ruin letting go, and how does it, yeah, 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 but emotional intelligence and when, when to know when to let go. Yeah, yeah. but but no, that's a big takeaway. I, I I I wish that people would just stop comparing their lives. Yeah, comparing experiences. What worked for me is not going to work for you, and what worked for you is not going to work for me. You know, and and that and good that is people. That's how we got here. Good and bad people. Good and bad yes. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's totally cool, man. And that's totally cool. Everybody, everybody got their own shit. Right, because again, back to I take it back. I still like Maddie. Okay. And you know what? Again, I take it back. They mama, um, Cassie and Lexi's mama. Uh huh. What about her? She seemed kind of fire. She seemed kind of fire. Yeah. She got she like she like a little wine, but I get why you say that. Oh, let me hear why you say that. Let me say that because I you haven't made your. I am assertion. okay with people who don't make excuses for their shortcomings. Okay. Um, her shortcomings don't seem to be a hindrance on anyone's life or damaging to anyone. She doesn't seem any more fucked up than anyone else's mom, right? All of our moms ruins us. Have you seen point. her kids? Yeah, but she got teenagers in two thousand and twenty one, twenty two. Okay. You might be doing all right. Okay. <laughs> but again, I, I don't know that that's part of her alcohol problem. Right? I think that Cass, mm -hmm. this might be part of their dad not being around. Mm -hmm. Cassie's need to constantly feel loved by men. I don't think, think it has much to do with her mother. It mm -hmm. might be her mother needing, um, letting men come and go. That could be one thing. But I don't think, what we're seeing her addiction doesn't play in it. Mm -hmm. And even so, I respect that her mother doesn't shy from it. How's that? So I, okay. honesty for me also plays into the idea of yeah. that 
are you making good judgment calls and good decisions? Yeah. You're being honest. You're giving folks an option. Do kids have an option? I don't know. But yeah. she doesn't seem harmful. How's that? She does not seem directly harmful. She, um, and she I, okay. seems to care about her kids. She seems, even in her, you know, a little she, bit of wine, she likes she it. She does this thing that I'm not sure if I'm a, a big fan of when it okay. comes to parents. Um, and Do it in front of me and we don't tell anybody? Um, Some of that, but it's more so like they're more friends with their kids than oh, they yeah, are yeah. parents. That can be problematic. Yeah, and that's and that's the vibe that I get from her. You know what I'm saying? It's like she she is the cool mom and like you said, to do it in front of me. I, I, I just I have a weird relationship with that because I It can be a problem. It can be it, it it's almost like there's no line for discipline. There's no there's no distinct line for discipline. as long as there's a distinct line for yeah. discipline I think that that's fine. You know, you, children you, don't need friends. Children need well, don't get me wrong. Children need friends, they need, but their yeah. parents aren't their friends. Yeah, they they need to they need to know that they can come to you and talk to you about any and everything like a friend. You know what I mean? But they also need to know that like, yo, I'm like, I have to be responsible for your ability to make decisions when you leave from under my house. Yeah. So therefore, I have to I have to at least somewhat enforce things. I have to be the bad guy sometimes. She don't give me I got to be the bad guy vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's my only quote unquote issue. I don't think it's a huge issue because obviously, you know, you know, with the, with uh, whoever, I don't know if it was her ex-husband or just a baby daddy that is not in the house. You know, Tried I to get her go to AA. Oh, yeah. She did say that. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah, maybe maybe her addiction was problematic in that, but it, but having said that, I don't know how you would end up with the kids and not him. That's what I, yeah, I I think it's, that's why it was late. I think her mom is just supposed to be the the mom who likes too much wine at dinner. Yeah, I don't know. It's supposed to be some heavy addiction. I think again, the show shows a lot of varying um, stages or uh, degrees of addiction. Mm -hmm. Right, like with Elliot, he seems to like a lot of drugs, but he's functional still. Mm -hmm. Their mom being the is she an alcoholic lady? Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, she doesn't seem super problematic. Mm. She just seems like, mom, you've had too much to drink. Stop talking to my friends. Right. But yeah, the mom who is the friend is always a problem. Their daughters always end up a yeah, we, yeah. interesting. Interesante. Your daughters don't have too many perimeters. Um, from anybody or, or your children let me not say daughters because it because oh yeah we're talking about could, daughters right now yeah, but yeah, yeah their yeah, children just, in general I don't yeah i want to make it seem like i'm smashing women like that um um yeah man i'm very eager to see what first of all why is cat dressed like a flintstone I'm, she's always dressed kind of funny <laughs> cat's fire to me i'm not gonna hold you i think she's Bobby she's a cute is kind of annoying in real life she probably is the but, more articles i read about her yeah. she's a fucking brat I, I get I could, it, Sam. I can believe it. I, yeah, I mean, I kind of get why Sam. I was gonna say when you when you when you were saying that about last episode, I, I, you I know, was trying to ride for it, but then I kept reading different articles. I'm like, oh, you're annoying. Yeah, it's just kind of weird, man. Like, I know everybody's supposed to be a collaborator on a film set because th that kind of thing happened with The Wire too, right? Where it was really? like, yeah, if you if, like when you hear stories about The Wire now, when season two came out. It was such a stark contrast from what happened in season one. It kind of like irritated a lot of the people that were the focus of season one. So course, like Michael yeah. K. Williams had somewhat of an issue with that. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why are you cutting down Omar's screen time? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people had issues with it because we started focusing on a different portion of it. But obviously, as the whole thing rolls out, you see the importance of why we had to go there. Yeah. 
But, you know, um, I think David Simon, I think that's who it was. He basically said that, like, um, if we just focused on Omar and didn't show this part of the drug ecosystem, people would think it's just, you know, yeah. it's just your problem. And it's not. It's not. Didn't this, even start here. Exactly. The thing yeah. that we always say, like, yo, we don't bring the drugs in. Yeah. We don't make the drugs. Yeah, that's... They had that, to be honest about... That's very yeah. important is showing the humanity of, of these people. Because white people are watching the show. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, but Omar, did, you know, Michael K. Yeah, Williams yeah. didn't get it at the time. And he kind of made a stink about it. Really? Yeah. But, but David Simon was, you know, graceful with him. And I think he explained to him very well. Because I don't think he was the only one that felt yeah. slighted. So, it, you know, you know, when you hear it about this particular thing, um, of course, everybody in here is considered a collaborator. But there has to be a sense of hierarchy, man. If the creator of the show wants to take it a certain way. I'm considering what you're asking, but this shit is mine. It, at, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm the general, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, the, if we win or lose this war, it counts on me, not on you. Yeah, I think a lot of it from what I was reading is, um, I want to be delicate how I say this. Mm -hmm. Barbie Fiera, it, it seems that she wanted a lot more focus on her being a plus size woman and what that day to day looks like. Okay. Um, I think she was, uh, it would seem she was upset with that not being a conversation on a show that's having so many good, important conversations. Mm. But this is a show about drug addiction. Yeah. So, but, but kudos to her for wanting to amplify that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just, this is not the story Sam was trying to tell. Right. You know, it's, it's right. not, it's not what he knows. Right. You, you know? can't be represented everywhere. Yeah. And, 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 and that's another thing too, I think about, I, you know, I hate, trying to make statements like old young generation because like there's a lot of improvements that I think younger the younger generation is making on, on life sometimes they're overcorrections yeah. and, and and I find that one of the one of the subtle things that like somewhat annoys me a little bit about about younger kids is that like authority is not recognized you know and and I think that that's good and that's bad in a lot of places you know it's good because, yeah, I mean, you know, people are human. People make error, you know, mistakes and there can be improvements on all situations. But sometimes like, you know, wisdom, wisdom exists. Yeah. And it exists for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you need to listen to authority. But I guarantee she learned because that's the other part of it, too. I don't think she's a very uh, most of these people don't seem like they're very experienced actors or actresses. Barbie was a model before this. So, yeah, that's a different world. And she's, right. And she's been a model since she was 16 and she's 25 now. Right. And that's a completely different world. Completely where she is in control to some degree. For the most part, yeah. you are in you are in charge as the model. Yeah. Um. And, 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 and it's about you. Like if yeah. you're doing a print ad or something like that. It's this, about how it's about you are you received. And, yeah. Right. This ain't about you're not you, even dog. a star of the show. You're not. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're like third, fourth billing. Right. So you know. So she might have learned a valuable lesson that will maybe that it's better that you learn it with Sam Levison than with Steven Spielberg. Listen, because Steven Spielberg would have just wrote a new movie and got you out of here. Yeah, and you would have been blackballed. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of people. You know, like, you know, we bought up um Shia. I bought up Shia LaBeouf earlier. You know, there was a real situation that happened between him and Shia LaBeouf. Really. Yeah, I think so, man. Um, you know, I think when they were working on Indiana Jones. I didn't know that. Yeah, Indiana, the fourth Indiana Jones. Or a better example. 
um, what's the girl that's with Machine Gun Kelly? Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Okay. She got into... With Michael Bay, right? She said something like, he's worse than Hitler. She made a shit sense. Exactly. She made that statement. Steven Spielberg is an executive producer on Transformers. Steven Spielberg is a Jewish man. Oh, and she said, wow. uh, she basically said Michael Bay was worse than Hitler. And, and, and we haven't really seen Megan Fox since. So that's the kind of thing that happens when you make a mistake on a certain level with people that can cut your water off. Shout out to Lamar. <laughs> you know you what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so it's better that she learns it with Sam Levinson than, than yeah. with Steven Spielberg. I'll say that. And also you just can't be represented everywhere. Every story cannot be told in every show. Like yeah. then it gets, it's not authentic then. It's you should not. want your story to be told authentically. Yeah. And having that about her, right, it's not authentic. Yeah. At least not in this show. And, yeah. And, and, and I kind of like that they don't talk about her being big. We can see you. And right. you are living a normal, teenage, healthy life. Like, right. Yeah. And I mean, and, <laughs> and where's the end to that storyline? Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't like, have to be a thing. Yeah. You're fat. A lot of girls are fat. But you are also loved on. You have great friends. Like, I feel like that's showing it in a good way. I don't, I'm not fat, so I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm fat and, and I feel like, um, I, I get, I get it, but I, I think that's, you know, I think that's a cul-de-sac there. I think, you know, you, that's going to be, that's going to end up being a dead end. Not that it's not an important thing, but there is a way. And I feel like they have been somewhat sprinkling it into her, her arc, right? Like when she was, when she was getting all this positivity stuff, mm-hmm. she was stuffing her face with food and like, yeah. but I feel ugly. You know, the, I, I I feel like they gave it a little, you know, they, they gave it a megaphone, somewhat yeah. of a megaphone, you know, but yeah, but you know, long story short is, uh, like you said, you can't be represented in everything, but, yeah. um, all right. So she has effectively, Rue has effectively burned her bridges with everybody. You say Ali possibly she can go back to, I still feel like she has a little bit of margin to go back to Fezco. I do too. Um, Fezco's I, I a softie. Go b- I think there's she can have a conversation. I don't know if she can go back. Right, right. Well, she just hasn't like she can't she can't go back to like Cassie and them. Like that's done. No, no. I don't think she can go back to Fesco. Like I think she can have a conversation, mm-hmm. but going back is not real. Okay. Right. Like it's a closure conversation. It's a you need help. Yeah. You're doing a lot. You know. I love you. I'm not mad at you. Right. Right. But. Right. Don't come back around here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Good point. Yeah. I, I don't know how many of those relationships she has left. I think most of them are broken. They don't go back together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you said, Fezco, door open. Obviously, her mother and her sister, door open Um. for conversation, right? For, yeah. for I don't mean door open. I hope like, her mother makes a boundary. You cannot come back here until you complete rehab. Let's hope. I hope her mother makes that boundary. I, I doubt she will, but I hope she does. If only for Gia. You still have another daughter you have to raise. That's what makes it complicated. And you, you can't keep... It's not fair to Gia the amount of therapy she's going to need. Yeah. You're going to make it worse. And Gia being a child, the way that she sees to deal with problems is her older sister. Yeah. That Whether this is fair or not, if Gia start using because of this, mm-hmm. what other escape does she know? Mm-hmm. We, we need to focus on Gia and making sure she's okay. That's what her mother needs to do. Mm-hmm. If Rue cannot meet this boundary. Because she still has to raise Gia. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Lori gonna come find her. 
Well, I, I feel like she doesn't have to. I feel like the morphine, the need for the morphine mm-hmm. going to find her. True. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think. I think. Because any know. other high not going to be the same now. Right. And her mother, if if that was Rue knocking on the door, coming mm-hmm. in the house, I don't know if it was. Because I feel like they would have showed us Rue walking in. I don't know why I don't feel like it was. I just don't. Well, I. Because f- that white man was looking for her when she jumped out that window. See, but I don't think, I don't think, I think they know where she, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If, if Lori's as smart as I think she is, I'm pretty sure she grabbed her ID or something. That's or, what I mean you know, about her being at, coming to the house. Yeah. I, I don't know if, um, yeah, you could be right. I, I don't think so. I, I feel like it was rude. You just don't show us as rude because you, we've already had an emotional yeah, sort of like cathartic. You know what I mean? Situation. Yeah, I could be wrong. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Like, yeah, good point though. Good point. Um, yeah, I don't. But I, I think it ends up Ali. I think she ends up running to Ali. Yeah, she needs Ali right now. Yeah. It, and this makes this makes. So, have you got a chance to see those auxiliary episodes yet? Those no, but now ones? especially I want to because the way I see it happening is at that same diner probably. Yeah, like I, as a matter of ooh, I wonder. Does she go to the diner? Whoa. Hold on now. Okay. I'm starting to feel like maybe this auxiliary episode. Is after. Is after this because I'm that hoodie. When Gia was packing, when Gia was packing her suitcase. That was a hoodie from her father's funeral. Yeah. And I think, I think Rue was wearing that hoodie at that diner. Was she? Well, she wears a hoodie a lot. Oh, she wears a lot. Okay, yeah. never mind. I'm look at me thinking I'm encyclopedia. I mean, Brown. you still might be. You still might be. Hitting but because what I will say is something I've started to notice. Because shout out to you. Mm-hmm. That's a hoodie Rue has on when she's having difficult conversations. Mm. I didn't even peep that. Yeah, when she's having a rough conversation, she has a hoodie on. Interesting. That's an interesting observation. So it still could be the case. Yeah. That would be kind of dope if they did that sort of like time loop in there. But it would be true to form of the show. Yeah, it, I it seems like past this show. I, I think it's crafted well enough to where they they look at these things and and you know and and you know try to make a full a bigger picture. Yeah, you know, they're they're having two conversations. They're having a real conversation, and and then he's also you know artistically ejaculating all over us. Yeah. you know with his style shot. You know, you know the way that they shoot this, the photography on this. I mean, it goes without saying, it's beautiful. But there were no dicks or titties. There wasn't. There wasn't. There were no dicks or titties. Yeah. And I'm looking at me. I'm so traumatized. When they were washing the baby in the tub, I was like, oh, my God, don't do it. Please don't do it. Yeah. I'm so traumatized. Look at me. Um, Yeah. This, um, you know, it took a, a second for me to under. Season one looks so much different than season two. And I was trying to figure out why they made such a big leap in look. Right. Like. This episode really validated it for me. Like this is the texture of this. This doesn't, this doesn't, this episode doesn't translate the same way if it looks the way that it looked last season. No. You know, the, yeah. the these colors, man, these, these, you know, these it sodium vapor light. And moody. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like this shit has a, it has like a very horror yes. feel to it. Yes. You know, so now I understand why they made that decision to go that way with this season. Is this shot like season three of Snowfall? Am I bugging? It, it's even a, a lot, lot of the, the camera work. A, 
a lot of the same lighting. Yes. I'll say that. Yeah. A lot of the same lighting, like the same color temperatures. Yes. Because like yeah. when they were zooming over the, not zooming over, but the way they shot the run sequence running from the police, it yeah. felt very Snowfall-esque. Yeah. Um, when she was in there with the dog, I thought, I almost thought someone else was coming in the way the camera like zoomed in on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just reminded me of Snowfall. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think it's definitely in the same vein in terms of like really trying to make you feel the world that, that this person is, you know, starring in. Um, damn, what other pieces do, do uh, we have else? broken this down? Huh? We have broken this down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, let me just triple check my notes to make sure that there wasn't something that I specifically wanted to talk about, but I feel like we have definitely chopped this brick. Um, morphine's definitely the coast second billing in this. Yeah. Show from here on in. Uh, yeah, man. I don't, I, I don't even know where this fucking thing goes. Like, this episode was so heavy, it almost feels like the rest of the characters don't even matter anymore. Like, and I think that everyone's story is going to get heavy. Yeah. I think that Cassie is going to self-harm. I think that yeah. Maddie, maybe Maddie might self-harm. That's a lot to learn. That's a lot to learn that especially at that age the two most important people to you have betrayed you yeah does nate lose his shit does maddie release that disc everybody's story can get dark yeah does lexi tell this story and cassie start wilding out yeah everybody can get dark here everybody i feel like cassie don't i mean lexi don't even have a motive to uh to do her play no more <laughs> like right. I, f- I feel like part of it was to drop was the bomb to, yeah it was part part yeah. of it was for her to get her shine that's yeah. what i thought like right you know what's interesting if you go back and think about the conversation that her and fez was having in see in episode one mm-hmm. about fez believing in god and um she said something like yeah you kind of really you know you believe in a guy that just kind of sits and watches over everybody's life and and, and she's kind of like doing that in her character so mm-hmm. is, is she inserting herself as is this her way of like inserting herself as god right i don't think so yeah i don't know it is just a weird overlap that i felt like maybe it was necessary or not necessary but maybe it's trying to say something about the narcissism of lexi you know cuz i feel like maybe that's where it was going that like you know this sort of like god complex narcissism even though we haven't I, we haven't really seen it maybe but i took that conversation to be more about the morality of fez i i think it yeah i think that's how it was supposed to be taken you know um but i'm just looking at it from the duality of like sometimes these conversations reveal themselves when we know more about what's happening mm-hmm. right like you know um I'm I'm gonna make it a point to do that. I'm gonna go back and watch all the episodes that have happened up until this point and see if has has anything somewhat revealed itself. Because I mean, they they showed us that Rue was gonna drop the bomb. That Rue was the person to drop the bomb about Cassie. Yeah, that, when they showed us Rue seeing. Yeah, yeah. And, and we didn't pay. I mean, we saw it. We knew it was a thing, but we but didn't there's really, no reason for her to know if she's not gonna tell. Yeah, we didn't even. Yeah. We kept still thinking Lexi was gonna be the impetus for this whole situation unraveling, and it was Rue. So like this show is constantly telling us stuff, you know. So maybe it's it maybe it isn't worth it to go back and sort of see what else is this show trying to tell us i don't know um it, and if it does stay true to form that way rue did 
make a comment about seeing the end of her life basically on a beach and the waves taking her out to sea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to materialize in some metaphoric fashion. Um, so anyway, man, uh, yeah, I think we did. I think we did well on this. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, is there Oh, snowfalls coming back, guys? It is snowfalls coming back. So please, if you have not caught up to if you have not caught up on season four, catch up on season four, but also catch up on our breakdown of season four. Yes, um, because we, we have a lot of fun with that. And we're going to bring that style back for season five. What else do we need to tell them six before we go? Check out and then we had sex. Okay, you gonna be on it? Um, you do. Not, definitely not now. Because well, they they had they they found their their tribe. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, you need to go on the show. Absolutely man. not. Shout out to Kristen and J Rob, man. That I I gotta say, man, I'm I'm extremely proud of them, man. Seeing yeah, like, they deserve. Seeing like what you know, just people they, finally seeing what we saw. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I remember having real conversations with Gerard about starting the podcast, right? Like about, you know, where he wanted to see it going and us just having a conversation about it's going to be a long journey, you know, it's, it's it, and they've been consistent. I mean, I, I feel like they haven't missed three weeks, you know, of in weekly content, man. So to see like people responding to them is really fucking dope, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to. The, and then we had sex, man. It's a, a comedy couple that uh talk about their sex life and they do it in a real cool way so mm-hmm. um, check out just another podcast they're kind of like a current events podcast that treasy and i will be on yeah, yeah. later this month yep i'm with that yep shout out to them um who else man this this week in culture of course they still do their thing we still love them yeah this week in culture yep mm-hmm. i think they're covering power right now or, yeah, uh, that's where you can go for power and the yeah. 50 Cent Universe because we are no longer in it. Yeah, no, we're not on we're that. We're not. And they started that Tommy show. Not doing it. Not yeah, doing it. Uh, j- you know who Jazz is? Jazzy is? No. Okay, never mind. Uh, shout out to my homegirl Jazzy, man. She uh she was like, yo, Tommy's such a good actor. Like, Joseph Sakura? That nigga ain't no good ass actor, See, dog. now there we can ride out. He's bad. <laughs> He's horrible. He's bad, man. Um, but, but, you know, shout out to him for getting his own show. Yeah. I love that for him. Um, yeah, man. I think that may be it. You want to give him our socials? Yes. On Instagram, we are grams of snow pod Mm -hmm. on Twitter. We are grams of snow. Mm -hmm. Come say hi to us on both. Yeah, man. And subscribe to kind of movie critics too, man. We talk about movies and shit there, man. If you haven't already. So, yep. That's that man. And, uh, we'll be back for episode six. Is it? Yes. Is, are we only getting eight or are we getting 10? Because season one was only eight. So I wonder if we're going to get. And if so, this is if if we're only getting eight, we are officially halfway past. But um, season two. Uh, And she's looking this up. I am sorry. It's not telling me. It's just going to recap. Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, man. But um. Yeah, next week we'll be back for episode six. And I guess in the meantime. Ten. It's doing ten? Yes. Oh, my God. I don't know if my spirit can take doing ten. ten. That means we just halfway through this. My God. Yeah, man. this was heavy. There's five more. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, man. I ain't going to hold yeah, it. Yeah, somebody definitely going to die. Yeah, this is heavy. Um, But, yeah, man, in, in the meantime, dog, if you see morphine, run. Please. <laughs> Please. Honestly, guys, like. 
even don't take pe- drugs from people. Roll your own weed. Like mm-hmm. people out here crazy. All that. All that. Peace till next week. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.